0: This, but uh man fresh start man uh we're, we're getting ready to conclude this exciting series everybody say oh who's been enjoying it hey, amen wow over here there's more people over here y'all been enjoying it over here oh y'all been skipping church okay all right But, man, I've really been enjoying this. And, man, my fresh start with the Father, my fresh start with the church attendance, my fresh start with family. And this week we're concluding with our fresh start with focus. And and, uh, I want to read this scripture uh, for you from the message, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25 through 27. And it says this, keep your eyes straight ahead. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. He must not be talking about Louisiana streets. I'm just, (laughs) man, I know when I make it into Louisiana. As soon as you you see the sign, bienvenue and (laughs) Louisiana, You know it yet. But anyway, he said, the road will be smooth before you. And he said, look neither right nor left, leave evil in the dust. Look neither right nor left, Leave evil in the dust. Look at this quote by Mike Murdoch. He says this, focus is a divine empowering to neutralize what God does not want you to notice. Focus is a divine empowering to neutralize what God does not want you to notice. So, so, So sometimes we praise God for what he shows us. But we need to develop a praise for what God withheld from us. Oh, come on. Where God put blinders on you like a a horse, equestrian does his horse. He put the blinders on him so the horse cannot see the things that are happening around him. So he could not be distracted. God wants to put blinders on your life that you can stay focused on your purpose. Can I get a better amen right there? Amen. You see, at the beginning of every year, all you, every last one of you, in, in January of 2022, all you guys put goals together, put vision boards up. You had everything on this year. I'm going to accomplish this. Is in your room. And if I actually wear that paperette, some of you couldn't tell me where it is. You know, because uh, a lot of us put these goals together. Um, I'm one. I'll put these goals together. I'll set out to do something, but in the middle of doing it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ADD. In the middle of doing it, I, I get distracted. I get distracted, and before you know it, I'm way off track from where I'm supposed to be going. I'm far away from where I'm supposed to be, and I and then I get to the end, and I'm like, "Wow, I, I don't even know how I ended up here." Who, who's who's ever done that before? I don't know how I ended up here. And, and so a lot of us end up there and somewhere distractions begin to come out of nowhere. And distractions could be something simple as, you know, uh, Internet, uh, social media, where you get trapped on there for hours. Before you know it, you know every TikTok dance, <laughs> you know, all of them. But you never got to reading your Bible. Before you before you know it, you, you, you've, you've spent several hours watching, man, just just watched all the seasons of the office. <laughs> or Big Bang Theory, that's my favorite. I mean, you just watched all the seasons and, and you get distracted and you never accomplish anything and you want to be productive. And those of you who are my college students, y'all know what I'm talking about. You got a paper to write, but for some reason you have everything come up and you never make it to write in that paper to the day before. Thank God for grammar. What, what it is? Grandma's look y'all cheaters. Cheetahs, Michaela, you don't use that, do you? That's right, you, you, you keep it holy, that's right. I'll tell your daddy when I see him, keep it holy. But, but today I want us to talk about how to stay focused so we can make it to our goals. Who wants to complete more goals in their lives? All right, so we're gonna get a fresh start with our focus. So let's define, let's, let's use our function and definition this morning, focus. Focus is this, you're focused, concentrated, dedicated effort towards the accomplishment of a task. It's focused, concentrated, dedicated efforts towards accomplishing a task. Say focused, say concentrated. You have to be focused and concentrated. And so what happens is sometimes we shut out and we lose concentration because of distractions distractions the etymology of this word when you look it up and as it relates in the biblical context it, it the etymology is derived from the word centered okay it's centered so when you think of focus you think centered i am centered what does it mean to be centered it means to be firm in yourself and what you're supposed to accomplish. So it, it's a it's a stick to itness It's a fortitude. Focus is not just what I can do with my eyes. It is a fortitude. It's the ability to stand. Like the song said, "Rains came, wind blew, but my heart was what built on." You. Built on you. Some of y'all love Maverick City. I know y'all know. But it's, it's built on you. It's the firm foundation that you're centered. And as believers, our center is God. Yes. Jesus at the center of my life. Yeah. Jesus at the center of my life. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we want to be. We want to make sure that Jesus is at the center because a God centered life is one that revolves around the character of God. Decisions are made from that center based upon what pleases or displeases God. So if we're focused, we're saying I'm going to make every decision based off what pleases or displeases God. God, wouldn't the world be so much better if we base our decision off God-centered and not our political decisions? Oh, come on, church. Wouldn't it be better if we base it off our God-centeredness and not our ethnicity? Come on. Is this anchor? Wouldn't it be so much better if every decision we make, we, say, we base it off the way God looks at things and not the way the world wants us to perceive things. It'd be a much better world. We'll have much more love than much and, and much less hate because God centered people pay less attention to the applause of this world because their motivation is the anticipation of hearing this. Well done. I anticipate that day when I'm standing before the master and Jesus and I, and I see him in the distance and I'm like, oh my God, I finally get to see him. And he says, well done. Yes, Lord. It's cool for you to clap for me right now. But it's so much better for Jesus to clap for me in eternity. Yes and my focus have totally shifted in the now to where I, I, I'm not competing with other people's opinion of what we're trying to accomplish. I'm pursuing the heart of God because I'm centered. I am focused. I, I, I am focused on what God wants to accomplish for Anchor Chapel and for Anchor Chapel to accomplish in our generation and for years and years to come. And that's to be a multicultural, multi-ethnic expression of God's heart in our generation to show people that it doesn't matter your background, the color of your skin, where you come from, but God wants us all together to demonstrate the heart of God. Come. Come on are you with me somebody shout i'm focused i know what i'm here for i know what i'm supposed to accomplish and nothing can sidestract track me or distract me i love what act seventeen twenty-eight says it says for in him we live and move and exist as some of your own poets have said we are his offsprings so in him We live, move, and exist. What does that mean? Apart from him, nothing exists. So why do we try to live our lives not focused on Jesus? Come on, look at me. Don't look at your neighbor. Uh, don't, Don't look at him. Look at me. Why do we try to accomplish things without seeking him first? I love the way Jesus says, and when he gives us, he says, pray this way. And then he later on in the prayer says, you know, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. He gets to the end of his ministry and we get a, a peek into the secret place where he's praying in the garden. And he says, Father, not my will, but your will be done. He hops out of there and the, the Roman soldiers comes up and Peter, uh, with his crazy self, take his sword out and cut the Roman soldier ear off. Jesus didn't lose focus in the moment. He picked the ear up, healed the soldier and says, calm down, Peter, put that sword up. Because he was focused. He knew exactly what he wanted to accomplish, how he wanted to accomplish no matter the turmoil, the things that happen, they bring him before the trial. They bring him before Pontius Pilate and, and he's standing there and, and he's asking them questions and Jesus did not lose. They bring him before the Sanhedrin council and they're accusing him of all these different things and Jesus did not lose his focus. People that loved him turned their back on him and started talking about him, denying him. That had to hurt. But even though he was facing emotional trauma, he did not lose his focus, right? One of the biggest distractors in life is emotional trauma. Because we put, we take off the glasses of God-centeredness and focusedness, and we view everything from the trauma that we face in our past. And so now I'm making decisions from a place of hurt, not a place of health. I walked through that for years, for years. Even when I first came to Anchor, I would tell Pastor Kevin, I'd be like, I'm so trying to not be somebody that I was denying myself for being who I was how many of us are living from that place we're so busy trying to prove something to someone else that we never provide the purpose that God created us for I know I'm not the only one don't y'all leave me up here by myself I tell my kids all the time you don't have to do what you're doing because you're my child you do what you're doing because you're God's child God gives you identity I just played a part in bringing you on this earth and to God it was amazing oh we had Maronite night this Thursday I'm sorry y'all I'm still lingering Come back. Come back. Teenagers, cover your ears. But anyway, somebody shout focus. If you've lost focus in here, I want to help you today. Are you going to allow me to help you? So by the end of this, hopefully you get your focus back. You get your focus back. So what things should we focus on? Number one, Focus on God. Focus on God. Scripture tells us in Isaiah 26, 3, it says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he's trust in you. You keep him in perfect peace, who mind stayed on you because he trusts in you. When you allow your mind to wander, listen, the battle is not for your flesh because that's going to turn back to dirt. The battle is not for your spirit because God's going to inhale again. The battle is for your consciousness, your soul, your mind, your will, your emotion, and the battle is happening in your mind. And that's why right now as the church, we have to make sure that we minister to the totality of you. We not only deal with the spiritual side of you, but we help you get mentally healed. We won't ignore the fact that we have mental problems in church. Come on. Come on. I got issues, y'all. I got issues. They almost locked me up into a mental institution. Yo, pastor. Yes. While I was saved, preaching, had a mental breakdown because I lost Focus. But thank God for revision. <laughs> Being able to refocus and get back to what God wants us to do. So, number one, focus on God. Number two, focus on eternal life. We're not eternally minded anymore. We're instant gratification. We're your right my way. We're the Burger King generation. We want it right now. Microwave, pop it in the microwave. I want instant popcorn. No one wants to put it in the popcorn machine. Put the stuff in, let it go. Shake it a little bit, put a little salt in it. Taste it, oh, need a little bit more butter. Put a little bit more butter in that thing. Let it pop, 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 pop. I mean, no one wants to do that anymore. Everybody want everything instant. Joe, no one wants to put the roast on the grill and let it sit overnight. We want to put it in the pressure cooker. (laughs) The insta pot, the crock pot. It's something different about letting that thing marinate for, ooh. Just something, Lord have mercy. It's just something different. I'm making y'all hungry. I'm almost finished. Matthew 6, 19 through 21 says this. Don't be, don't hoard treasure down here where it gets eaten by moths and corroded by rust or worse stolen by burglars. Stockpile treasures in heaven where it's safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place where the place you will most want to be and end up being. So if you just want a big house, a nice car, hey, I love you. You can have that. That's fine. But if that's all you want, I want to spend eternity with Jesus. I know there's something better than this. (laughs) There is something better than this. I don't care how good your life is. There's something better coming. Come on, there, there, there's something better coming in life. I don't care what the world says, what, what atheists or agnostic people are saying that when you die, that's the end of your life. No, no, there's depth in their judgment. We don't talk about that anymore. We, we won't just, hey, look, you can get a big house, you get a big car, you're gonna be healed, you're gonna be delivered. And we talk about everything that can happen to your flesh, but I wanna talk about what's gonna happen to your soul. We have to be focused on eternity. Yes. There's a good book I want to recommend by John Breville called Driven by Eternity. It's a great book. I'm going to take our staff through that book. It's an amazing book. So focus on God, you know, make sure that we focus on eternity. Number three, focus our thoughts on Jesus. Focus our thoughts on Jesus. Philippians 2.5 says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And then he goes on to talk about that even though he was the son of God, he thought it not robbery. You know, he came down and he lowered himself for us. That's humility. I walked up to somebody and I was like, I'm humble. <laughs> he just started laughing. There has to be a Christ mindedness. What is what is Christ mind? Christ, Christ mind is. Reaching out to broken humanity yes. and bringing that hope that they're missing. Yes. It's being a light in darkness. It's it's bringing joy when people are depressed. It's giving up of yourself, sacrificing you for the greater good. Yeah. It's being a good husband. It's being a good wife. It's being a good father. Being a good mother. It's being a good employee. It's being faithful, it's having integrity, it's being honorable, it's watching your words. <laughs> Hello. Oh, don't y'all leave me. All it takes is one cut off in traffic. <laughs> Facts. My people, not gonna leave me by myself. But we have to watch our words, we have to watch where we're going, so we have to focus I keep our thoughts on Jesus. And the last one is focus our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 3.1 says this. So my dear Christian friends, companions, in following this call to the heights, take a good look at Jesus. He's the centerpiece of everything we believe, faithful in everything God gave him to do. Don't take your eyes off Jesus. Jesus. This world is fighting for your attention. Don't take your eyes off Jesus. Do you hear me, Anchor? Do you hear me online? Whenever or wherever you're watching this, don't take your eyes off Jesus and don't take your eyes off the road, okay? (laughs) We have to make sure that we keep our eyes on Jesus. I get the opportunity every week. Coach Holloway is here. I get the opportunity every week to go speak to uh, a high school football team, and man, I'm telling you, I go in there like it's church. I'm. It's a football team, so I can preach the way I want For preach. Yeah, I, I go, get, go crazy. I <coughs> only got 10 minutes, so I got to go get and bring it to them. <coughs> they, they get it. And then by the end, we all fired up and we ready to go out and hit each other and kill everybody. Then they got to bring it back down. But why do I do that? Because I made a promise to Jesus that I'll never stop pouring into the next generation. Is it out of my way? Yes. Is it something extra? Absolutely. But is it worth it? Yes, because I got my eyes focused on eternity. The more times I could share the gospel with the next generation, the more time the next generation can hear about Jesus. And then the next generation become that seed of righteousness for the next generation. And then they spread the gospel to the next generation. Letting them know it's bigger than the game. And we go in and we, we preach and then we pray. And now they're starting to lead the prayers in those meetings. And, and it's an amazing time. It's probably one of my favorite church services. <laughs> I was wanting to see who was going to get offended. I'm just saying. Like, what about us, pastor? Y'all don't get fired up like the football team. Y'all <laughs> sit there. Y'all make a brother work. I just say, who want to win? We want to win, coach. <laughs> I love y'all this is my favorite church service y'all this is my favorite church service all of them are my favorite church service all of them are you with me are you learning something so how do we stay focused I'm not just going to tell you what the focus on I'm going to tell you how to stay focused come on up team tell you how to stay focused who wants to know how to stay focused I'm not going to drop you off at what to focus on. I'm going to take you through application. Number one, keep your eyes straight ahead. This is straight from Proverbs chapter four. Keep your eyes straight ahead. So how do I stay focused? I keep my eyes straight ahead because there are many things that are visually attractive and can cause us to turn our head, but we must stay looking at the goal set before us in Christ Jesus. That's why Paul said, I press towards the mark of the call, the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We must keep our heads straight forward. Keep our eyes straight ahead. Stop rubbernecking. Stop look a look-a-hooing. Stop worrying about what's happening in someone else's yard and tilt to the yard that God has given you. Oh if it's law school, you be in law school. Be the best law student. If it's cutting hair, cut hair. If it's doing hair, do hair. If it's being a lawyer, be a lawyer. If it's supposed to be my sister, be my sister. If <laughs> being a wife, you be the best wife. If being a husband, you be the best husband. Keep your eyes straight ahead. What's in front of you right now? That, that's, that's a question I want. What's in front of you right now that you've took your eyes off of? What's in front of you? What's that goal that you missed? I'm I'm laser focused. I am laser focused. I I promise you, I will run through you. Nothing in this season is gonna stop me. Nothing in this season is gonna stop anchor. My eyes are straight forward. The second thing, the second way you stay focused is ignore all sideshow distractions. Distractions, a thing that presents someone from giving full attention to something else. What is stealing your attention? What's, what's, what's eating at your attention? What, what is it? What's, what's eating at it? If I was to ask you, what's the three things you focused on right now? Would you give me 20? You know what they call that? A jack of all trade, a master of none. I I know what I'm focused on. Number one, my family. That's first. First and foremost. First and foremost. That's my my family. And this season, I love y'all, but they come first. If I'm with them and you call me, sorry. It's my family. I I am in with my family. I almost lost them before. I would never do that again. It's not going to happen. Number two is being a great pastor for you guys. I wanna make sure I keep my integrity high to where you don't have to be ashamed to say, Pastor Pitts is my pastor. Oh, come on. When you're out in public, you'll be like, man, that's my pastor. At the football game, you know, people be like, hey, that's my pastor, that's cool, that's my pastor. Every time they do that, man, I'm telling you, y'all don't understand, that brings tears to my eyes because I'm like, wow, I'm representing them well because they're trusting me to give watch over their soul and they're not afraid to tell someone else. Every time you bring someone with you to church and and you bring them here, you're saying, I trust my pastor. Number three, the operations and systems of Anchor Chapel as we continue to reach the world. As we continue to go around the world, I'm focused. No one and nothing will stop me because no sideshow distraction. Well, pastor, if you, you know, they got this conference going on. I'd be like, well, I ain't got to go to that conference. I like being here. Hey, can you come preach for me? Ah, I'll send Roland. I'll send Andy. I ain't coming preach. Y'all tripping. I do that, right? See you in a second. Why? Because I need to be here with you. Remember, you're my priority. You're my focus. Side of the story. Hey, look. Hey, man, you need to write a book. This is not a season for me to write a book. This is a season for me to spend time with you. I'll write that book when that season comes. Got a couple of them in me. <laughs> I'm waiting for that thing that I can put on my head and it just say what I think. You know, that'll be a great book. It's going to be an awesome book. It's going to happen. Distractions come in different forms, and we need to make sure we identify them. The third way we stay focused is watch your step. This is straight out of the scripture. Watch your step. What does that mean? We can't go anywhere we want or do anything we desire. When we give our lives to Jesus, we now are under the lordship of Jesus and the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So now when I give my life to Jesus, I just can't go anywhere. I just can't do anything. I have to ask him, okay, Lord, what is your will? What is it that you want from me? What is it that you want me to fulfill? Do you want me to go here? Do you want me to go there? Do you want me to deal with them? Do you want to deal with them? That's why everyone can not be your friend. Everyone can't have access to their heart space that's, that's in your life. You have to guard your heart with all diligence because the Holy Spirit is telling you they can't steward your vulnerability. They can't steward what you're going through. They don't understand that you're not perfect. They don't understand. And now you're adding anxiety. I, listen, I, I used to struggle severely with anxiety. I, 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 the enemy tried to bring it around every so often that things happen and I, and, and I know who to go to. I, I, I bleed up, not bleed out. Come on. And I go to my pastors and I talk to them about this anxiety that I'm dealing with in my heart. I'm getting these heart palpitations. And it's because sometimes I walk in places where I should not walk. Walk down the path of getting into comparison with other churches on social media. Oh, can I be transparent? I'm looking at other people's marriages and they traveling, they they all on the beach and hanging out. But what I don't see is the argument that happened when they leave the sand. <laughs> and now I'm all stressed out because I want to walk in their footsteps I want to walk in their shoes I, I, I love when my son was little he, he's he's bigger now and and uh, PJ used to get in my shoes and, and he used to walk around in my shoes and he used to walk like this because my shoes was too big and because he was walking in shoes and walking in things that was too big for him he could not maximize his potential and a lot of you right now are walking in shoes that's too big for you because they're not yours the perfect fit for you walk in the places that god has for you and the next one is this and the last one is this leave evil in the dust all this looney tune generation we know when they when they used to take out running they used to run in place they couldn't because they run too fast they were like then they go see so some of y'all don't know about the old good cartoons (laughs) but you have to leave evil in the dust what does that mean When we continue in sin, it opens the door for us to focus on where we come from instead of who we are now and where we're going. Say this with me. Say, I'm not who I used to be, but I'm surely not who I'm going to be. I'm becoming. You're becoming. And when you lose focus, you'll never become who you're supposed to be. Don't you know there was a seed placed on the inside of you that needed to be cultivated so it can grow, so you can become exactly who God wanted you to be? But when you lose focus and you continue in evil, what you're doing is, so there, there was this tree. This is crazy. I didn't even have this example, but it came to me this morning. Uh, there's this bush between my neighbor and, and I's house, and I love I love doing landscaping. I love doing my yard. I love taking care of my yard and everything. And so I was cutting my grass in this tree because... Of course in Louisiana, you get seven months of rain and then all of a sudden you get no rain, only in Louisiana. And this tree started drooping and it started dying. And so yesterday I had my son, I was like, hey man, look, Dante and and PJ was helping me do the yard. And and I said, hey man, look, bring me that sprinkler. I'm gonna put this sprinkler on there. And I put it for 30 minutes and I let the water run on the plant and it was droopy. And I looked at it after, I was like, man, it's still droopy. But when I got up this morning and my wife and I were walking to the car, I said, babe, look at that bush. like a brand new bush all because of 30 minutes of watering what am i saying if you don't water yourself with the word and you continue to water yourself with the pressures and the stresses of this world you're gonna dry up and you're gonna wither up you're gonna be a spiritual prune but then the moment you look this is how good god is grace is now the moment you water yourself with word you sprout up. You begin to get joy that you thought you couldn't have. You get a peace you never thought you're going to have. You get a you get a wholeness that you never thought you had. Things that used to bother you, they don't bother you anymore. All because you wanted yourself with the word. Come on, stand to your feet, church. Did you learn something? Man, it's been an amazing series. I, I really would suggest go back and listen to all of them. Really suggest and go back to listen to all of them. And it's crazy how when you get focused, when you get focused, God begins to do things. So was it last week? Last week we were talking about the uh, building fund. I thought I got bold enough and talk about it. And... uh Right now, man, 5,000 here, 10,000 there, 1,000 there. And uh, man, we're up to, uh, I think, 18? 18 blocks. Come on, that's a good place to clap. That's $18,000. Close to our goal. Our goal is $100,000, right? 100000 Let me tell you what happened. So I'm focused and I'm praying and I'm believing the Lord and I'm like, God, keep me focused on this goal. I know this is what you want us to do. We're gonna to continue to reach out to the community. I'm calling the warden. I'm meeting with the warden in Angola, meeting with the new warden over Hunts and we're gonna do prison ministry, planning mission trips. I mean, doing all these kinds of crazy. Stay focused with the team. I get a phone call from someone. Don't even go to this church. Said, man, what's the goal? What's the goal? I said, 100,000. He said, so I saw the squares. So that's 100 squares, right? Yeah. He said, so you're asking anchor and people around to get 100 squares. I say, yeah. He said, well, cut it in half. Tell them all they need is 50, because I'm matching the other 50. I'm writing y'all a $50,000 check. Oh, y'all don't know how to praise God over here. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man, I had a hair before that phone call. and uh, But man, and it was, it was like, I believe in what you guys are doing. Y'all have been faithful. Y'all stay focused. And so I want to give Anchor a fresh start. So tell the church, only get 50, get 50 squares, get, get that done. And, and then in March, you got to check for 50,000 coming. That's a big deal, but I'm not stopping at 100000 now. My faith is on blast. I'm like, a million? Let's pay it off and build at the same time. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Why not? Why not? But guys, we're getting a fresh start. We're getting a fresh start. We're releasing a video this week telling the history of Anchor. How we started in the club. Church in the club. Oh my God, they didn't let the Christians in the club. Yeah, they did. And then we went from there to the movie theater, from the movie theater to Gardier, from Gardier to here. And now God say, put down roots. Yeah. It's because we're focused and we heard from the Lord and you guys are a part of that story. Yeah. So I wanna pray for you, that you stay focused. And what does that look like? We're getting ready to go into this series start next week called Grow. Grow is gonna be an amazing series, don't miss it. Good, come, you know, it's a new release come like y'all going to see a new Marvel movie. All right. Come check out the series. And then next month, y'all get Pastor Kevin Reese coming back to preach. That's going to be amazing. That's going to be a great time. I'm going to hang out with Michaela's dad in California. Hopefully he let me come back. Uh, if, you don't, if I don't come back, it's because he didn't want me to come back. Okay. I'm just playing. But no, um, but it's going to be a great time next month. But I want to pray for you that you stay focused. As some of you in here right now, have not made your fresh start with God, with church attendance, with your family, or with your focus. And we want to make sure that you do that. How do you do that here? In the following service, we have Anchor Next. That's our next step. That's helped you know more about Anchor. Helped you get connected to Anchor. Helped you get plugged into the A-team. Uh, we need your help. Uh, As the church grows, we need more people to help us serve. And we don't ask you to serve every Sunday. Uh, What we're asking is, hey, give us one Sunday. Start with one Sunday. Say, hey, look, Pastor, all I can give you is one Sunday. Give us that one Sunday. Serving children. We need help in children. I noticed this week we had some new volunteers in children. Man, that was amazing. Uh, Hey, yeah, that was good. We have youth. We have connections. We're trying to build a parking team. Uh, Man, we're trying to, because, I mean... It's about to get crazy, y'all, it's about to be crazy. And so we, we need you guys' help. And I'm asking as your pastor that you partner with us uh, in this. We need more people at worship. If you have a musical gift, get with Terry and audition, and let's go and, and get to it. Y'all yeah, know I'm ADD, don't be doing that to me. I see, see little twins running around, I get scared. Scary twins, but anyway, let me pray for y'all. Lift your Father. I thank you, God. <laughs> today. I thank you for your word. I thank you for this series, God. I pray, God, that we get that fresh start. Father, you said uh, if any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are come new. So, Father, I pray, God, that the peace of God, that surpasses all understanding would be in the minds of your believers. God, I pray now, God, that they would have a revised and a renewed figure about you, God, that they will come running after you with passion. Father, I pray for their families. I pray for their walk with you. I pray now, God, that they will commit their hearts to the local church and understand that the local church is a beacon of light that shines out into the darkness and let people know that there is hope in the middle of the storm and father i pray that they stay focused on what you call them to do in jesus christ's name and everyone that loves them give god the best praise that you have right now hey god bless you Thank you for joining us for this message. If you'd like to learn more about Anchor Chapel or support our ministries, you can visit anchorchapel.com or follow us on social media at Anchor Chapel. Have a great week.